Hello, everybody. Welcome to Camp Codger. Join us as three old guys share their often humorous, occasionally inspirational, and sometimes serious insights into this crazy experience called the Golden Years. In this two-part episode, we take on the habits of older folks that are probably utterly foreign to most young people. The list is long, but somehow we managed to wrap up the first part on prunes. Really, prunes. Okay, welcome back to Camp Codger, and we have the band together again in one virtual place. <laughs> Yay! Yay! We're close enough. Today, we're going to go through a topic that's kind of funny. It's funny at times and embarrassing at other times. It's the habits of old folks. Randy found this great article online and you go through the list and you think, oh yeah, we do that. We do that. Oh no, I don't do that. Oh no, no, I don't do that. That, Mm -hmm. That's for really old people, not us. That's right. We're not really that old, are we? So we're going to just kind of riff on this for a little while. I think we're going to maybe start with saying what's what's an old folks habit that we actually acknowledge we'll admit we do it randy you want to give it a start yes it's too bad that we're you know in podcast land and not in video land because i am holding up in front of me my physical example of an old person thing younger folks do not even own this thing i'm old but i'm not that old right Uh, but i'm holding a phone book a physical phone book which makes me i don't know Kind of old. Kind of old. And you know I, how to use one. I know what it is. I know that there are white pages in the front for people, uh, people's phone numbers, and in the back are yellow pages for businesses. It's like, holy cow. And I honestly did not know I owned this. But in preparation for this podcast, I started looking around the house and tried to figure out, okay, what, what can I take uh, that's a physical prop and and what can I own up to when we start talking about this yeah, stuff, right? Yeah. And so a, an actual phone book of landlines is my is my exhibit <laughs> one. I think it's a great one, but I think the phrase yellow pages. Yeah. Again, how many yeah. millennials know what the heck the yellow pages? It brings to mind a song. If you remember the song, why are the yellow pages yellow? Why aren't they purple, black, or blue? I'm Why sorry, I'm not old enough. Yellow pages, yellow. Why won't some other color do? I did not know that song. I must not be old enough for that <laughs> song. I don't think you're old enough. <laughs> Rand, Randy's the youngster in the crowd. He's 68. You guys are talking about yellow pages and, and millennials. I've got one from my recent experience teaching, and that is print newspapers that all three of us have a habit at least even if we're online now, we still know how to read a print newspaper. Well, in my class of 20-year-olds, and I teach journalism, they don't know how to navigate a newspaper, a print newspaper, when it says at the bottom of a column, please see page A8. They don't know what that means or where that goes. We have a privilege. Our habit is someone else's deficit, if you consider print to be still worthy of any look at all. Richard, that is so great because I I am a journalism major from way back in the past century, right? And I've always <laughs> been a writer. I've always made my living in, with writing in some way. So I, I'm a lifelong fan of newspapers. As a matter of fact, my first job was as a newspaper carrier, you know, a kid mm-hmm. on a bicycle, right? Right, right, right. Riding through the neighborhood with a big old 
canvas sack of papers that I had to fold and then tossing them on driveways, right? So this is all great stuff. But having read newspapers my whole life, and I actually still get the Wall Street Journal print edition on the weekend because with my digital subscription, they threw that in as a bonus, right? Oh, you're kidding. I get a free- You get get a thud in your porch. I get, well, when the guy decides to deliver it, even the newspaper carriers don't want to deliver (laughs) newspapers now, right? But anyway, it never once occurred to me that somebody doesn't know how to actually navigate the paper. Anyway, newspapers are a good one. I like that. That's pretty old fashioned. It really is. It really is. Can I give one that is somewhat embarrassing and has nothing whatsoever to do with newspapers? Here's a habit I've developed recently that I am not proud of, but I don't care. I never, never, never wore the same clothes more than once during my earlier life as a as a working person, as a professional, as a dad. Uh, in warm weather, I'd sometimes shed outfits two, three times a day if it was really humid. And I remember when I was a kid, my mom would always complain that I was constantly filling the the laundry basket. But now I sometimes wear the same outfit, jeans or shorts, T-shirt plus a sunscreen type long sleeve shirt, sneakers, two, three days in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I change underwear, I but not always my socks. <laughs> Richard, yeah, yeah, Richard, yeah, I was, I was we're, about we're gonna, to say. Thank but God, hold on, Richard. Thank God, Richard's remote today. <laughs> <laughs> but but hold on. I mean, the question is, who cares? Who am I going to be around except my poor wife Allison? Who would notice? Well, that's so good. I've that's- gone from a dandy dweeb that always changed clothes and looked okay, spiffy, in just a decade to a slob. The question I have, is this a habit that I want to cultivate? Well, the more important habit is not caring what other people think. That's the that's one of the beauties of getting old. It is. You can, you can actually get to that point. Yeah, you know, and, and I think it's about impressing people, right? We're, we're too old to care. Right. And... <laughs> I, I did the same thing, Richard. I'm I'm currently wearing the same T-shirt I wore yesterday, just because <laughs> just because I can. It's like I don't care. <laughs> oh my god! What an admission! Oh, well, it, but it does give you a certain amount of freedom, and it is kind of the old thing to not care. Speaking of clothes, I was making a list of things that I'm really, really fighting. As I get older, I don't want to adopt this habit because I know it's such a sign of of getting old. And it's wearing either pajama bottoms all day long or, (laughs) God forbid, a pair of Sanzibel slacks. Oh, my God. Remember the Sanzibel heads? You own those, Gary? No, God, no. (laughs) I, I actually had to look it up. Somebody said it the other day and I said, oh, God, I remember those old men who were retired in Florida who are, you know, like our age. Sansabelt has 35,000 pairs of slacks on their shelves, according to their website. Go check it out today. <laughs> See, I didn't even know that was still around. That, that, that's clothing for old people. Well, you look at some of the pictures. Of, you don't <laughs> have some hipster from Brooklyn wearing a pair of Sansabelt trousers, even though we could probably make it hip again. Couldn't oh, we? yes. That's, that's just ripe. Like Sansabelt uh, slacks, Sansibelt. right? The, 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 the name slacks is, is real retro. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Um, hush puppy shoes. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> those are those are ripe for we are, we are talking comfort clothes. All right, how many of you guys have a wall calendar, a printed wall calendar hanging up in your kitchen or your office room or whatever? You no? used to. B does. I don't. I I have one in the kitchen and I have one downstairs in my office, and I write on it. Important things, do you reminders. Take, <laughs> do you take it? You roll it up and take it with you. When no, I do not take it with me. Oh, okay. okay, it's a wall calendar, which means it stays on the wall. But I actually record things and important things too. The one in the kitchen one. has the recycling dates because the recycling only gets picked up every other week, and unless I write it down, I'm always off. You know, I don't remember which is recycling day. <laughs> Well, Randy, that is that is very interesting because one of the things I wrote down is that I don't often know what day of the week it is or what time it is because it doesn't matter. The only yeah. thing that matters to me is Saturday Farmer's Market Day. So on Friday, I recognize that tomorrow morning I'm going to go to the farmer's market. But Tuesday? Wednesday? Thursday? Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> do you have uh, certain clothes that you wear on farmer's market day? Do you do you dress differently? I wear the same clothes I wore the day before and the day before that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Interesting. The list, we, we started, this whole thing was premised on an article that Randy had stumbled across, which was kind of funny, just listing yeah. 40, 40 habits of older people that young people really wouldn't understand why we do things. And the one that always comes up to us, and it was, turned out to be top of this list, is having dinner at 5 p.m. Bingo. It's just like, oh, my God, I'm old. Because we used to laugh at people who had dinner at 5 yep. o'clock before 6 and now it's like, but it, but the reasoning for it turns out to be similar to what you were just saying. Because we don't really have this full day of meetings and phone calls and places to go, things to do, people to see, dinner hour becomes kind of an important event as the day progresses. It also happens to start happy hour because you, <laughs> yeah. you can't pour yeah. a glass of wine until five o'clock. But that's it, just a rule. That's, that, that's a rule. That's a life rule. rule. <laughs> you think about the discounts going to Olive Garden. Early bird discounts, Early bird special. <laughs> There's an entire Seinfeld show about this. Yes. You know, any any fans of Seinfeld out there, you you probably remember this. And they and they just, they're merciless making fun of the old people going, right. you know, lining up at the front of the restaurant at 4.30 to get the early bird specials, right? <laughs> and you can envision this as Florida. This, oh, the only, yeah, the, yeah. When you think of about dinner at 4.30, it's Florida. You know, it's not <laughs> where we're living right now. It's not Santa Fe or Colorado Springs. It's Florida. You got another one, Randy? Yeah, we're kind of on this. We're, we're on the topic of eating. I came up with, I wanted to talk about Jello. <laughs> Jello is just it's a fun word. I haven't thought about it for a while. I haven't eaten it in years, but I think it's something associated with our generation. We all grew up with Jello. Oh yeah. I'm not even sure millennials know what Jello is unless they went to a Thanksgiving, a family Thanksgiving and grandma or great grandma or great grandma brought in a Jello mold with fruit in it 
I like fruit. <laughs> I can oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That used fruit to cocktail. be my favorite Jello fruit cocktail. <laughs> and you look, you look forward in the fruit cocktail to getting the grape. There you go. Talk about specifics. Oh, you re- oh, you remember this? I was this. into Jello and fruit cocktail. That was just the kind of the the peak of the dessert. So this isn't from my current experience, but if, if there's anybody out there listening who still eats Jello. I'll bet you're of the older generation. And send us a note. We'd like to hear the details <laughs> of your Jello. How do you like your Jello? And what flavors do you like? I always liked lemon myself. Oh, really? I like the green stuff. The oh, that stuff. was the worst. The lime oh, Jello. The lime oh, Jello. I love lime <laughs> Jello. Oh my God, that was so good. <laughs> How about a can of fruit cocktail? How many people are eating that now? <laughs> <laughs> or better questions what the hell is fruit <laughs> for you younger folks we're going to have to post a, a glossary of terms yes. on, on the website oh my god yeah in the show notes i'm going to have a link to a picture of a bowl of jello <laughs> with fruit cocktail in it because we know it on the web somewhere there's a picture of a jello mold with fruit oh cocktail. yeah probably thousands of them i'll have to say when was the last time any of us Made a Jello. Boy. Oh, I, I don't make Jello. But didn't even you're younger? Yeah, maybe a couple of times. Oh, like, it we, wasn't my job. That was mom's job. <laughs> was mom's job. Okay, I think I fed my son Jello a couple times, and he's fifty now. So <laughs> you can tell it's been a while since I've made Jello. Another fun one on that list happened to be weather. Older people, and I am too, kind of obsessed by following the weather. And what it turns out is if you're going out for a hike or something, there's mm. a syndrome of being prepared. You say you, you, you want to bring something along just in case, you know, a jacket, a, a jacket, a, the jacket was the metaphor I was thinking about. But when we go out on a hike in the fall, we'll think, well, we'll throw in a pair of gloves. Eh, maybe I'll put in a jacket, too. Uh, maybe put in a hat, too. Pretty soon you've got, you're going for a two-mile hike, and you're prepared for the worst. You're on an expedition. And by God, I'm not going to get caught unawares anywhere. There is this tendency to follow the weather. And then as an old person, you don't want a moment of discomfort. You don't want anything to feel, oh, God, I'm a little cold. Or, oh, God, my fingers are cold. You have to have everything. Mm-hmm. Well, the technology lets you really get into that now because my little uh, weather app on my phone has the hour by hour prediction of when it might rain with the percentage chance Mm -hmm. and how they come up with that. I don't know. How do they know there's a 24% chance of rain at three and it goes up to 26 (laughs) at four? It's like, oh my gosh, I got to prepare for the worst here. But it is fascinating. And then it's like, Okay, then you tend to watch when it's going to rain, and then you go back and check the app. It's like, wow, they said 57%, and they were right. It was a more than 50% chance. It's raining. So the whole, yeah, you're right. The whole weather thing is funny. We, 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 but we, you know, people have always talked about the weather, not just old people. But I think there's something, when we go out on a hike, for instance, you'll see some young kid bouncing around in a pair of shorts and, a, and, and flip-flops. And I'm prepared with a pack and water. God forbid you don't want to. Snacks. Did you put some <laughs> snacks That's in right. there? What if, what if the <laughs> worst happened and I got stuck in the trail for like three hours? Maybe I might like die of thirst. Well, another we thing do. that you guys mentioned, the technology, not only of being able to track the weather hour to hour, but the technology of the new gear of the clothing. You know, it used to be if you packed a sweater or a jacket or something, it weighed 
two pounds. And now you've got this incredible lightweight gear that weighs nothing. You can stuff it in your bag and not even know what's there. Absolutely. Absolutely. I have one right here with me (laughs) in case it gets cold in the studio. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) I'm having fun dealing with the absurdities of getting old. For instance, I eat prunes. Now, that seems like, well, no big deal, but kind of how many millennials do you see at Trader Joe's picking up a couple of packs of prunes every week, right? I I have never seen that ever. My (laughs) grandfather used to, but Trader Joe's has a big shelf two feet long of prunes. Somebody's buying prunes. Seriously? Somebody's eating prunes. (laughs) And I'll admit to, just like my grandfather, who I admired dearly, I eat prunes. And you know, part of it is going back to this whole idea of when you get older, you don't want to be uncomfortable. <laughs> There's good things about regularity. Right? So That's funny. I didn't think we were going to go down this path. Well, yeah. But, I, but I, I was saving this for the bonus round. <laughs> when we say, okay, what's that one thing you do that, that is so embarrassingly old? Well, that's embarrassingly old. That's so thing. funny because I grew up watching my mom eat prunes and thinking, oh, my God, and drinking prune juice. juice. The the fact that there was such a thing as prune juice on the shelves and in my refrigerator at home. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, my goodness, something weird is going on here. (laughs) A few years ago. There was some marketing going on in the prune department, and they tried to label prunes as dried Dried plums. plums. (laughs) 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 And I call a prune a prune. (laughs) But I think if millennials ever actually start eating prunes, it's it's not going to be labeled as prunes. It's going to be dried plums. (laughs) (laughs) Join us in our next episode when we move on from prunes to more habits of older people, generational misunderstanding, and the number one topic of conversation among senior citizens dealing with aging. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, sign up at campcodger.com to receive email updates about new episodes. As always, we would be delighted if you left a comment below. You can also join the fun by checking out Camper Corner on our website.